Hi, I'm Holly and welcome back to Letters from Your Dog. Today we are answering a question from one of our listeners, Kaylee, and it's a question about something that's pretty common. So it's about dogs that really, really want to jump up on you when you come home from work or when you have a guest come to the house. And cute and as adorable as it can be, I know it is something that a lot of people want to work on with their dogs. So if it's something you need help with, I will see you in there. Parenting your much-loved dog is a relationship like no other. Our dogs are individuals and there is no one-size-fits-all when it comes to training. Hi, I'm Dr Holly Tett, professional dog trainer and clinical psychologist, and each week on Letters from Your Dog, we'll look at understanding specific dog training questions and struggles from your dog's point of view. Thanks for being here. Let's get to the episode. Hi everybody and welcome back to the Letters from Your Dog podcast. If you are new, if you are old, that sounds rude, but if you're an existing listener then everybody is very welcome. And today we are answering a question from one of our listeners, Kaylee. So if you aren't aware, you can submit your questions to the podcast by just clicking on the link in the show notes and you can ask me your dog training, behaviour, whatever, something related to dog question and we'll be featuring some of them on the podcast. So, as I said, today's question is from Kaylee, and it's a really common question. So, you're not alone, Kaylee, to start with. And Kaylee's question is How do I stop my dog from jumping up on me or jumping up on my guests when they come into the house? Um, okay, so I think all of us will have experienced this at some point with most of our dogs. Dogs like to jump up on us, they're friendly, they want to say hello, they're excited to see us and ultimately they want to get to your face. Not in a bad way, not because they want to bite your face, but they want to lick your face, <laughs> they want to smell your mouth as gross as that might be, they want to look into your eyes. They have been sort of conditioned and domesticated over so many years to actually make eye contact with people so that's what they are trying to do so it's very very normal and very natural and as always because I like to play devil's advocate my first question would be do you need to stop your dog jumping up and it does come down to personal choice. Some people really don't like it. Some people love it. <laughs> Some people say, well, I want my dog to jump up on me, but not to jump up on other people. That is possible to teach that, but it does take a little bit of work to get your dog to understand the difference. But you absolutely can teach that if you want to. And then I guess it comes down to size as well. So for me personally, I've never taught my very, very big dog to jump up on me because I don't want her to go and jump up and knock someone over potentially or me because she definitely could if she wanted to. Um, if I had a tiny, teeny little, I don't know, I don't know, like a Bichon or something, I might be less worried because they are the weight of a feather and if they put their little paws up on my shin, it's not the end of the world. So it just comes down to personal choice and I guess some sort of fa- features or characteristics like size as well, possibly. However, if it is something that you do want to work on, there's so many things you can try and I'm just going to run you through my top two today. Um, There are other things that we can try and if you are interested in hearing about some more tips and tricks for jumping up, let me know. We might do a part two to this episode. So if you're like, yes, I'd like to know more, then all you need to do is drop us a DM on Instagram at Training, or send us an email to info at pauseupdogs.com and we will do a part two for you. So two quick and dirty tricks today (laughs) so the first one 
And this is, I should say, this is just thinking about excited jumping. So there's lots of reasons why dogs might jump up on you. They might jump up on you if they're nervous and they want a bit of comfort, but that's not what we're thinking about today. We're thinking specifically about, oh my gosh, there's someone at the door. I'm so excited and overwhelmed and happy. And I want to say hello to you and jump up on you. That's the specific scenario that we're thinking about today. So my first two options for you, and you're gonna know your dog as to which you think might be the most effective here. So the first one is what we call ignore the door in Canine Connection, which is my online training membership. And this is something that takes a little bit of work to teach, but it's so good when your dog has it. And the idea here is when your dog hears the door, either that's the doorbell, the door knocker, maybe you have a gate that people have to come through and your dog notices that first. Maybe it's actually when someone physically appears in the doorway that's your dog's trigger whatever point you're at doesn't matter you're going to take that and you're going to recondition your dog so that when they hear see notice that trigger for the first time they run to their bed now where people often go wrong with this is they try and teach bed or place or some kind of stationary area for the dog Um, but they've maybe got them on the lead and the dog is just finding it really frustrating because they don't want to be on that bed they want to be off and jumping at that person so you need to put in a little bit of work before that point so first off you need to make sure that your dog absolutely loves their bed so it pulls up dogs we call it zoning It's just about getting your dog to absolutely love their zone, essentially. So this could be a bed, it could be a blanket, it could be a armchair, anything at all that you like. But it's just a specific spot or place in the house where they love to go. They've got a massive history of being reinforced for being there. So I tend to teach zoning using shaping, which means that rather than just luring the dog onto the bed with a bit of food or chucking a bit of food on there and hoping they get on and eat it, we've actually done it a bit more sort of strategically than that so maybe we'll have walked close to the bed and when the dog has looked at it we'll have gone yeah amazing and then we'll have fed them and perhaps we will have waited then when we've done that a couple of times we'll wait for them to put a paw on it and then they get even more rewards for putting a paw on it eventually and often honestly quite quickly (laughs) they'll get on with all four feet and you'll make a massive fuss of them and that's where I tend to start and then I'll build up from there So I've done a little bit of back work. Just whenever my dog gets on that bed, they get rewarded heavily. So they get rewarded with yummy treats. I don't tend to use toys because I want it to be a bit more of a calm space than an active space, but I'll even do things. So if you've just got the one dog, this is a little bit easier. (laughs) If you've got two or three, it's a bit harder. But let's say your dog is in another room or they're out in in the garden or the backyard, you're going to secretly place a really yummy treat like a bit of ham or something on their bed when they come back in or come back from wherever they've been obviously their super nose is going to sniff it out they're going to find it and then you're going to be like oh wow the dog's going to think this this place is incredible it produces ham so just little things like that you can do to really reinforce that bed so that's your first step from there you're going to work at pairing that trigger with racing to the bed and the key here is that it is really fun okay so we are not using any harsh tones we are not saying get on your bed or anything like that instead you're going to put your dog on their harness and lead you are going to do the trigger so that could be knocking let's say maybe you're going to knock on your table 
or knock on your wall don't have to knock on the actual door to start with and as soon as you knock you're going to go let's go and you're going to race your dog to their bed on your bed and then reward 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 when they get on there and you're going to do that a bunch of times over several sessions if you want to and then you're going to add in a little pause so you're going to do knock 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 pause and then see what happens. Does your dog initiate the race to the bed? If they don't, don't worry, you're still gonna race them over there yourself. But chances are they might go, oh, actually, what happens here? Is this not when we run to the bed? And they might try and make that move themselves. If they do, fantastic. So what's starting to happen is your dog is going, okay, when that knock at the door happens, or when that doorbell rings, or when that person appears, I race to my bed, it's really fun, and then I get loads of rewards for doing that. So what you're doing here is what's traditionally been called teach an incompatible behaviour. So people say, my dog's jumping up, and someone says, well, teach them something that's incompatible with jumping up. Teach them to sit or teach them to lie down. Well, that's fine, but in my experience, what usually happens is the dog does sit, and then they jump straight back up again because it's really easy to jump up from a sitting position. Whereas if they've raced to a different place, a different position, and they're on their bed, much harder to jump up at your guest that's 10 meters away in that scenario, right? So that's something you can have a try at. And honestly, this is something I teach all my dogs, whether it's people delivering stuff, delivering, I don't know, an Amazon parcel or food, or it's the post person, or whether it's guests coming into the house. This is something that's really, really nice to teach. And it's got loads of other great uses as well. Okay, so that's if you're very into doing something active that you want to really, really train with your dog. My other thing that I'm going to give you is distraction. So this is not counter conditioning. This is not training. This is just distraction and management. And sometimes for some dogs, that's all you need because all it is is that initial excitement when someone comes in. And what we want to do is just get rid of that a little bit by giving them another job to do. So some people might give a chew, some people might give a Kong. What I tend to use actually in this situation is a licky mat. So if you guys haven't seen the licky mats, just Google it, you'll find them. It's basically a square of like silicone or rubber or something like that. Some of them are plastic and it's got little indentations and you smooth something like wet food, I don't know, mashed up banana, a bit of peanut butter, something like that um, onto there and your dog licks it and it kind of helps to just chill them out a little bit whilst they're whilst they're eating it. So what I would do is I would top up a licky mat, I would shove it in the freezer ahead of time. When I have already staged this setup so I know that my guest is arriving at 10 a.m., they've told me they're just about to come through the door, that at that point I would give my dog the frozen licky mat, it's frozen so it's gonna take a little bit longer, that's the only reason we're freezing it tell them to get on with that and just see see if your guests can then quietly come in the house have a very quiet low-key conversation they're not really paying the dog much attention the dog might look up they might do a couple of barks possibly but then hopefully they're going to go back to their licky mat and as I said at the beginning you know your dog so you know whether that is going to keep your dog's attention or not and um, what I will say though is that one of my little dogs who was very very excited by people coming to the house I didn't think that that would work and it actually did and I was ple- pleasantly surprised <laughs> so it's worth giving it a go for sure 
And also you're going to decide whether or not you have a barrier in place. So for some dogs, having something like a baby gate where they're eating on one side and the guest is on the other, that's very helpful. For other dogs, that's very frustrating. So you're again, you're going to test, is it better when they've got the option to come over towards the guest and then go back to their mat? Or is it actually better when there's a barrier, a gate or something or a door in the way? So that's just something for you to test. So they're just two of my ideas of two things that you can do if you've got a dog that jumps up when people come to the house. As I said at the beginning, if you would like to hear some more of these tips, so we do things like teaching a shoulder target, We've got a little game called Jack in the Box Stop to stop you from getting a Jack in the Box puppy when people come to the house. Just let us know on Instagram at Pause Up Dogs Training. Send us a DM if you'd like part two to this episode. And I hope you enjoyed. If you do try these these tips and techniques and they do work for you, let us know because it's always really cool for us when we know that something's worked and we're like, "Ah, okay, we'll talk about this a little bit more. Um, And as always, if you have enjoyed this episode or if you know someone that could benefit from this, we'd be so, so grateful if you could share this with other people so that we can help as many dogs and their people as possible. Okay, everybody, have a good rest of your day and I'll speak to you soon. Take care. Just before you go, I wanted to give you a quick heads up about our upcoming five-day focus dog challenge. So if you have a dog that sometimes struggles a little bit to listen or to focus on you when there's distractions around, you've got a very normal dog for starters, but there are some things that we can do to help and it's all about improving that connection out and about in the environment. So I'm going to put the link in the show notes. If you would like to join us for the five day focus dog challenge, it starts on the 28th of February, 2022. And you are very, very welcome. It's very easy, very actionable. Just a couple of little training games each day that you can do with your dog. And every single time we do this challenge, people are like, oh my gosh, the focus has improved so much in five days. So if you would like to join us, just click the link in the show notes and I will see you in there. Take care.